Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Weekend Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking podcast, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Zandy the Zamman Vargas, and then bringing up the rear we have Tady the freaking Richer the freaking Snowman, Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking pan. Start your freaking engines. This is our weekend freaking review. <laughs> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke. And I find myself unable to sleep. At night, I toss and I turn. And I am uncomfortable in my slumber. And I try things. A warm glass of milk down my gullet as it drips upon my chin gently does not do it for me. Even washing thine bedsheets helps me not I lie and I toss and I turn and in the eve I'm visited by great visits and this visits is in the form of a spirit and with him he brings a small child another spirit, a spirit child the spirit of Thurgood and Thurgood George and Wiley and in this nightmarish visage I am thrust awake in my half slumbered state agitated I look to a source maybe a a crumb of cheese a, a slice of bread that is digesting poorly perhaps that warm glass of milk it didn't taste so good going down it had been in there a while and milk you are not supposed to chew now these two visages apparitions if you will tell me that I on the next night forth will be haunted by three ghosts and Jesus Louise down on my knees I say wait I'm being haunted by two ghosts right now you saying there's three more ghosts and they look at me and they smile and that's when the blood pours forth from their mouths and they speak and it's garbled as if they are underwater and I say is this what grave demise you met somehow injured and then dropped beneath the water I fear the day that these three ghosts come for a journey I shall be on and I know not what it is (sighs) thought I'd get that off my chest A lot of bad feelings lately. A lot of terrible, horrible, bad feelings. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bad feelings, Sandy the Sandman Fargus, Tady Risher are both here. Sandy the Sandman Fargus was out on a shabjadical, on a... On a... Sadical, on a... Leave of absence. And... 
yeah. he has thus returned graced us with his great pleasure. Although I have not seen in his return the smile return that I am so often greeted with upon yeah. beginning this show. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Um, I've freaking prepared something. Um, yeah. I hope you don't mind if I, if I can read this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was a lot of good questions, by the way. <clears throat> a lot of freaking questions, but a lot of freaking good questions. Hopefully this will freaking clear everything up. <clears throat> Dear Weakers, Twiggers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, Mayotards, and members of the Our Week panel, are you there, God? It's me, Sandy. It's been a while. Sorry I haven't checked in recently. Ever since the events that unfolded on the night of Wayo's congratulatory bash, for which I DJ'd and have been subsequently canceled for, my life has been in freaking shambles. I have since withdrawn myself from the public eye in order to follow in the footsteps of those canceled before me. When scholars and historians study this era and those of us that ultimately succumb to its movements, the term for this withdrawal will be known as doing the work. And that's exactly what I've been doing. I've been doing the work. I've been doing the work, good Lord. Although it doesn't feel much like work, and I often wonder what's the point. In fact, wondering has been what I've been doing most these days. I wonder what mark I'll leave behind on this rock, if I leave one at all. I wonder if this brush with cancellation will cast a shadow large enough to snuff out the slightest shred of light. I wonder if I've already had my last laugh. As the time I've spent traveling across airwaves on this giant glob of spinning through space amounted to anything more than exactly that, have I been a blight or a blessing? Or something much more insignificant? Drinking the brown, getting all riled up and talking into a can is what I call home. And I've lived here quite a while. I've been wondering lately if it's time to find a new home. I wonder if that new home is perhaps with you, God. I wonder if Tadia Richer, a boy I've watched become a man, will find his true calling. Perhaps he'll return to school or find a nice girl to settle down with, or boy. I wonder for how much longer the Ortego Grill will outlive me. And I wonder if Doug Jordan might think it'd be a good idea for the bologna taco filling to be bourbon yams. I don't know, I think it could be good. I wonder if he knows how much I sometimes appreciate him. I wonder if my father still strolls the earth and if he ever thinks of me. If so, are those thoughts of regret? I wonder if I'll see him soon. I wonder what Doug Jr. and Mrs. Jordan really think of me. I hope they see me the way I've always wanted to be seen. I think they might. I certainly see them that way. And of course, I wonder about Taylor. And I wonder if he would be okay without me. And I guess that's doing the work. Sitting down and thinking about like that. Yes, God, all this wondering has certainly got me thinking. Have I truly loved enough? Has anyone really ever loved enough? 
And then it hit me. What better way to give back for Christmas than freaking horny Christmas? Yep, you freaking heard it first here, Uyghurs and Uyghurs. Christmas, after a freaking two-year freaking sabbatical, is coming freaking back as a freaking Doug Nason event hosted by the freaking Ortego freaking grill. Free admission, everyone is freaking invited. And it's going to be the best freaking Christmas party the world has ever freaking seen. That is absolutely freaking hilarious. Everything you just said. Oh, I don't add maybe not everything. There was some there was some dark stuff in there and and I hope you're all right. I mean, I think you're missing the point. The freaking Christmas is going to be freaking back and better than ever this better than ever. I'm sorry, I'm freaking drunk. Uh, the freaking holy Christmas is going to be better been back and then the holy Christmas is freaking back and better than ever this year. No, I mean I love that. And don't get me wrong. I'm excited for Christmas and to tie it in with Doug Nation. I, I, I'm very excited. Horny but at the same Christmas time, is back. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're not. What? What were you going to say? Tadia, spit it out. I just wanted to make sure Sandy wasn't going to kill himself. He's not going to kill himself. He wouldn't know. Hey, how. Freaking, what the heck are you freaking talking about? Jeez oh, Louise. You, you, it sounded a lot like a suicide note. I don't know where the heck you're getting. People don't leave a note when they kill themselves. They just pull their pants around on their ankles, rope around their neck, and play with themselves into the cold, dark night. That's how you know they were going to do it. That's how you know what their last wish was. I I don't understand. If you think that I would write a freaking Jewish I'd freaking note, you think I would go on the air and freaking read it and then freaking do what? Freaking off myself right freaking in front of you? That wouldn't be... The only freaking horny, it's the only horny Christmas is freaking back. The only thing this guy's hanging is hanging brain. Jeez Louise down on my knees. Now, horny Christmas is back and it is gonna be better than ever. Now, Jeez Louise down on my knees. Obviously, we're gonna have to talk about who gets to be horny Xana because I have been horny elf every year for the past five years, and I think it's my turn to get in that Xana suit, especially because Sandy the Sandman Fargus swims in that freaking santa suit he's the thing is oversized it doesn't fit him he basically looks like a little boy in a freaking santa suit and i think it's my turn to freaking fill it up both in the trousers as sandy so eloquently put it saying i couldn't do and also in the guttural area um and i'll probably fill it up in my freaking in the back of the pants too by the end of the eve yeah um, yeah. this year's freaking horny Santa is definitely about freaking giving back, um, sort of a way to atone for some of my freaking chins, um, that got me freaking canceled. Um, so, um, if you want to be freaking horny Santa, um, yeah, maps of freaking lovely. I, I think that would certainly go with the freaking theme of, uh, uh, freaking, uh, freaking retro, uh, serious freaking retribution. Yeah. Um, yeah. You no. shall be freaking horny freaking Santa, and I shall be playing the role of uh, the freaking phoenix rising from the freaking ashes. I was thinking devious horny little elf. Um, uh, well, we can freaking talk. Yeah, we can freaking talk about that. I, I think I was more thinking it's the theme a little bit better if I play the freaking phoenix rising from the freaking ashes, but perhaps I can do a costume change, and at the beginning I'll be a you know, horny little devious little elf and absolutely freaking hilarious i'm so happy that we have come to a conclusion and for weakers and tweakers if you're wondering why we're speaking about this cryptically 
It is because the details of this cancellation cannot be spoken of on this radio station because the brass at WAYO came down on me and they came down on me and Sandy hard. Yeah. I've never been come down on. No one's ever gone down on me that hard before as the brass did just recently. And God bless them. And they can go f- themselves. But beside that, we can't speaketh of what we have saideth on the air previously that got myself this show canceled and worst of all sandy the sandman has been fully canceled yeah and we're going out on a limb even inviting him back on the show but of course it can't be done without him so there you go with that before we move on i do may need to make mention that if you need to listen to the episodes that describe in detail the cancellation of this show and Sandy Fargus, you can do so on Apple freaking podcasts, on freaking Spotify, on freaking SoundCloud, and the defunct Google Play. Um, I have, I have one more freaking unfortunate freaking uh, thing to freaking announce. Yeah. Um, I just got a freaking message. Uh, freaking Kirstie Alley is freaking dead. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, and she got she was freaking shot in the freaking. It said she got freaking shot. Well, however, she died. The tragedy is that it happened at a time, so it could not be included in our week's news and discussions. Yeah, perhaps we'll freaking get to it next week, or who knows, perhaps we freaking won't. Perhaps we freaking won't. And, you know, it really is about time, and I am I tried to give this to Tadia, say this be your pet project, where we do our week's obituaries, and mm-hmm. where we have a whole segment of obituaries. Maybe we do it once a month. So we're not just getting bogged down by... Freaking people playing with themselves into the cold, dark night. Other people sucking down a freaking barrel of a 45. We want to maybe cap that off at once a month. And Tadia Richard, I think, is the man, woman, and beast that could do it. And yet, you've slept on it, Tadia. And Mm. far be it from me to be one to besmirch your great name. (coughs) I'm just sometimes a bit disappointed that you didn't catch this one with... Kirsty, is it Kirsty? Christy? What is her name? Kirsty. Chris. Christy. This would be a good one for you to start with. So, Tadia, yeah. why don't you go ahead and you jewelize and just say a few words about the woman who was larger than life. Sure. Yeah, I would love to. Perhaps, Thank you so perhaps, much. For- well, perhaps, perhaps we can call freaking. The freaking the freaking obituary desk. Yeah, take it to the oh, take it to the death desk. Um. Mm. Uh, thank you, everybody. This is uh, Teddy Ritter on uh, our week's death desk. Anyway, uh, this 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 week's episode goes out to Kier, uh, Chris. Christy Alley, um, an American actress whose breakout role was Rebecca Howe in the NBC sitcom Cheers from 1987 to 1993, where she received an Emmy Award and a Golden Globe in 1991 for the role. After that, uh, she won another Emmy in 1997 for The Last Don, and uh, she also fictionalized herself on Showtime's Fat Actress. Um, and. I think that's probably where this obituary goes off the rails a little bit because she was fat and she was, I mean, 
Yeah, kind of, I, I, kind of, yeah. I take issue with that as well because there is no, there is absolutely no freaking fictional aspect to her freaking fatness. Um, that was, and that is quite a freaking, uh, freaking non-fiction if you freaking ask freaking me. Well, yeah. and she got big. She got big. She didn't start out that way. She, first of all, I gotta say, and we we'll have to get to look who's talking and look who's talking too. But yeah, well, that was Bob's next. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. But geez, Louise, down on my knees. I was always a big fan of Shelley Long on Cheers. Diane. And what a fitting way to eulogize someone. But I did prefer Shelley Long, and God bless her. We're all going to miss her. Yeah. And yeah. May I, that, there it goes. I was, I've been waiting for a Cheers reboot. I've been saying it for a while off the air, but... Yeah, freaking Shelly certainly made me freaking long in the trousers, if you know what I freaking mean. Yeah, yeah, and God yeah. bless her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees, we shouldn't go forth any further without making mention that Mike Doug Jordan is a wall, gone the way of the dodo, not dead, but under a great deal of stress he is. Dead soon he may be. Heart attack, perhaps. Maybe an aneurysm. Maybe a gunshot wound to the head, self-inflicted. I don't know. I can only speculate at this time. Ortego Grill, at this moment, is under siege. And I have offered my services. Offered to cancel the show. To be there for Doug, he said, absolutely not. In fact, he's given me the week off. Now... What I mean when I say under siege is that Ortega Will Grill is getting reviewed. And a very important person, name a choice, Wayland, a restaurant aficionado and eater of many great foods, is coming to the Ortega Grill to write a review, to put their stamp. And I got to tell you, I don't know if this choice, Wayland, is a man, woman, or beast. But I know that regardless of their standings, they have made and left Doug Jordan very, very, very freaking nervous. And that is why he is not here, because he is prepping like a mad dog. And I said to him, Doug, this has got to be the worst time in the history of this restaurant for anybody to come by and review it after you have rolled out the fall winter menu which is an abomination. Although I kind of think it's kind of good, but it's like a good in one, like a disgusting way. Like those weird little Mexican pizzas they used to serve in high school that looked like fake vomit. Pizza on a pizza. Yeah. So, geez, Louise, down to my knees. I just needed to get that into the open and let Uyghurs and Tweakers know Doug Jordan needs your support now. Please, if you have it in your heart, find your way to Ortego Grill. Order everything off the menu to show in case that Choice Wayland is there, that people do love this food and perhaps maybe change Choice's mind. Jeez Louise, I can barely talk about this person. Sandy Fargus, Tadia Risher, thoughts now, please. Um, yeah, don't give a shit. Um, couldn't care less. Yeah. Well, Jeez yeah. Louise, down on my knees. Tadia, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Um, thank you for the blessing. Very horny. Um, although I am a little upset that Christy Alley is dead, but otherwise my week has been, I'll be honest, 
pretty great. It's it's been good. Um, so as Weakers and Tweakers know, I have uh, since taken over the responsibilities of taking care of my vegetable father. He remains in a coma uh, coma state in which he is awake, but he is drooling and um, can't eat and or use the bathroom himself or put himself to you know. He can't do anything, so I, I basically have to keep him alive, um, which I thought really sucked until I found out that the state of New York will actually pay me to be my father's caretaker full time. So I've this is not something I really wanted to bring up on the air, but um, um, you may be you may be surprised to hear that I've been having money troubles the last couple of years. That doesn't surprise me to, to kind of well. No, because no, of your history. Sure. Well, no, but I, yeah, I thought I'd been hiding it pretty well. I just, I. I mean, um, you you lived at a freaking YMCA for a little while. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that unless they're at least a little freaking hard up for freaking money. Sure. And you used to put a bunch of things up your rear end and play with yourself in front of a camera. That was a hobby, though. So. And once you had a little bit of money, you bought a whole. Bunch of slugs and blew a bunch, blew a whole bunch of money on that. Yeah, that was an investment. Yeah, I'm not surprised that. Well, either way, regardless either way. of where you were in the past, now you have found your way into good fortune, and so happy yeah. are we for you at that. Me too. And I've been celebrating a lot. You know, I've been wanted to go on a, I'm going to go on a shopping spree this weekend. Um, I've been going out to some nice restaurants. I even asked a girl out on a date the other day. Um, the, but the downside of, of the whole thing though, is that, um, my father does actually need me as a caretaker. So he has to come with me to everything. So I've gone, you know, so I go to a nice restaurant and my father's there. I try and dress him up in a tuxedo, but he's a heavy guy. I can't really. So he's just kind of like draped over him. He's drooling all over the place while I'm trying to order filet mignon. And that that date didn't really go well either because my dad crapped himself when we were going on a walk. And, you know, that was so then. Yeah. But, um, no, but I'm having a good time. I'm happy to have some money. Um, I might even, if Doug Jordan were here, I would probably forgive him of his debt. But um, Well, it's sort of a catch-22 that you have all this money and this lifestyle you so greatly want to achieve mm-hmm. is at your fingertips, and yet this vegetable. And I always think of the man as a cauliflower. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. This cauliflower in a with a tuxedo draped over him in a wheelchair that has no control over his bodily functions is causing you to be embarrassed about this situation is ruining for you. This moment that you have been given this gracious moment where you are mm-hmm. given wealth. And, and here's the thing. I would love nothing more than to compost the cauliflower. But if I, but if I do that, I lose my money. Yeah. Like, I don't get any money. So, I just have to kind of put up with it. That sucks. Sorry to say. Yeah. Well, Jesus Louise, down on my knees. It's also absolutely freaking hilarious. Now, before we move on, I do want to make mention, I have spoken a little bit to the brass at WAYO, and because of our 
recent cancellation. They took one episode away from us as punishment for Sandy's misdeeds. I do want to offer Wayo listeners, weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, definitely mailtards, anyone who made a donation in the name of this show. I was confirmed to me from the station brass that if you feel that your funds have been misrepresented, you are now entitled to a full refund and you can request that refund. And I can't encourage you to do anything about that, but I can only say if that money that you donated is not being spent in a way that you find appropriate, necessary, and in good faith to the show, our week in review, by all means, exercise your right to a full refund with interest. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we've got a great freaking hilarious freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we move on to that, we have one quick segment to get to you now. You swear you have seen this man before, as you hurry by him to get to your door. He's wrapped up in rags, he sleeps on a bench, and he carries with him an odious stench. With his hands outstretched, he begs for a dime, and you struggle to see beyond the grime. You reach in your pockets where you hide the mace, but before you draw upon him, you notice his face. Through the layers of grit you see a birthmark, a familiar shape so hairy and dark. It rests below the eye to the right of his cheek, and you freeze when you see it, unable to speak. He tells you he knows who you are and what you've been through, and he knows all the things that will happen to you. He knows all this because you are both the same, and this is the reason today that he came. He warns you of your downfall, your fall from grace, and begs you not to make the same mistake. So if you are facing a cancellation, please consider our week's guide to rebuilding your reputation. And this is brought to us in partnership with Chris Komsarchevsky, Chris Komsarchevsky, Jevsky at SHRM Better Workplaces Better World. So, geez, Louise, down to my knees. What we're going to do is kind of do a roundtable panel discussion, a dreamscape, even if you will. And I am being flooded with notifications about Christy Alley's untimely death. Geez, Louise. Well, we're going to go around the panel and talk about ways to rebuild your reputation. Nine ways there are, and geez, Louise, down on my knees. This will maybe be guided mostly towards Sandy, but also our weekend review as a whole, holistically. <clears throat> so, without further freaking ado, number one, be retrospective and honest with yourself. As hard as it might be at times, think through what you did and why you did it. And do your own review of every meeting and assignment. Sandy the Zandan Farkas, please do this, but of course, be mindful of not mentioning any specific details as we cannot talk about those on the radio. Um, okay, um, that's going to be kind of freaking difficult. Um, well, maybe just start uh, with being introspective and honest with yourself about who well, you I are in your life. Well, I start with freaking. 
I can start telling Minder to start with telling you to not interrupt me. Um, thank you very freaking much. I was about to freaking start. Um, my name is Regan Sandy, the same man Vargas. Um, I, I'm on uh, Regan, I'm, uh, I'm a radio Regan DJ and a, and a Regan and a DJ for Regan private uh, and public Regan events. Um, and um, I think if I'm thinking through about who what I freaking did, um, I. Jesus, oh, Louise, I don't freaking know if I should freaking say. It. I don't. I should. I'm. Uh, I made a freaking judgment call that some freaking people did not freaking like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm being freaking vague here, but I just want to say um, to weirs and twiggers who aren't familiar with uh, the incident that freaking took place, I just want to let everyone know I didn't freaking expose myself or do anything freaking uh, or do anything freaking like that. Um, I wasn't, I didn't freaking, I didn't freaking call someone up on the telephone and freaking start blaming myself. Um, I didn't freaking stick my freaking tongue down anybody's freaking throat that didn't freaking, um, I didn't freaking do that at all. Um, nor did I freaking do any of the other things. I didn't freaking, uh, I wasn't freaking caught doing anything uh, less vicious, uh, less vicious. Um, salacious or flesvicious. Um, salacious, uh, salacious or lesvicious or fisvicious. Um, I made a freaking judgment call and it was the, and geez, it sounds freaking terrible when, uh, when you freaking are vague about this, uh, type of thing. Yeah. It almost yeah. sounds worse now that we can't explain what it is that you did. Yeah, and I can also say to Uyghurs and Uyghurs, if you if you knew what I did, you wouldn't think it was that freaking big of a deal because because um, apparently it was a freaking big deal, and you you can't freaking downplay that. Um, yeah, this yeah. is a freaking pain. This is a freaking pain. This is a freaking pain in the freaking rear. If I'm being honest, with you. it's uh, it's all right. This is just step one. Step two is be sincere with others. Uh, no one likes or admires someone who is constantly trying to spin events. Give it to them straight. So, Sandy Vargas, now's the time. Give it to us straight. Don't beat around the bus. All right. Um, that's a, yeah, that is a freaking incredibly difficult. Um, in order to, uh, look, I don't want to freaking beat around the freaking bus. Okay. Um, that, and I can freaking tell, and I can tell that to you freaking straight. I'm, I'm not going to freaking beat around the freaking bus. I'm going to freaking, I'm going to freaking look at you in the eyes and I'm going to say, did I freaking do, did I freaking do what they are freaking accusing me of? Um, absolutely. Absolutely. I freaking did. Uh, caught red freaking handed. This is sounding like I'm freaking, I just want to freaking reiterate one more time. I did not freaking do anything. Um, well, okay. Jesus, Louise, I freaking did something. Right. And I'm not going to freaking lie about that. I freaking did something. Um, and I got in it and it was a freaking, and people were upset about it and they have every freaking right to be freaking upset about it. But, Jeez Louise, this is sounding freaking absolutely freaking terrible. Um, Sounds like a confession. I want to make it as is. Well, uh, I'm just trying to freaking tell it to you freaking straight. Um, but I do want weirds and figures to know I wasn't freaking caught freaking blaming myself. Uh, I wasn't freaking. I didn't. I wasn't freaking soliciting freaking. Uh, I wouldn't. I and geez Louise, what is freaking step three? Do what you say. If you commit to it, then do it. No excuses. You will be judged by your values, and you will be trusted only if you follow through. I don't even know what that... Um, yeah. Why don't we move on to number four? Be authentic in your professional relationships. Foster a culture of openness. Yeah. This might have been what yeah. got you into trouble to begin with, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think yeah. if anything, you might be a little too open. You should probably close up a little bit there. That's, 
That sounds bad because you didn't you didn't yeah. play with yourself in front of anybody. I, I don't want anybody to think that what was open was my freaking trousers and what was sticking out was my freaking. Uh, it wasn't. It's not. There was a there was a freaking degree of freaking openness to what freaking got me into freaking trouble. Um, it was an invitation uh, that wasn't that should not have been freaking. Jesus, um, I I invited a moment. No, I freaking. Jesus, uh, see, this is what happens when we get canceled is that we end up getting stifled by the brass mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's one of these things i mean it, it, imagine being in the freaking deepest darkest freaking pit a freaking um, what seems like a freaking bottomless freaking abyss and it's your freaking job to freaking crawl that guy out of there and jesus Louise, nobody's freaking throwing you a freaking rope and they say if you turn a light on we'll shoot you because we'll see the light and we'll shoot you and actually someone did offer to shoot me and they said, I, we will shoot you if you mention this on the air. And we'll, and Sandy Farkas will be the first one to go. And I said, why would I, you tell me that mm. I'm going to get shot? And then Sandy Farkas would be the first one. They said it was because Sandy Farkas should die first so that you witness it. Uh, and I said, don't you dare. Wait, who? I, yeah, hold well, on. Who the hell freaking told you? Who said this to you? The brass. And I didn't want to mention it because they specifically asked me not to mention it on the air. Right. Well, that's. Mm. Good, no. and, and I keep freaking telling you, you've got to freaking. If they tell you not to freaking do something, you got to freaking start freaking listening. To yeah, them. yeah, I know. I've been up paddle without a creek. Number five, remember social media. Digital devices are today's water cooler, and people communicate the good and the bad at lightning speed. Um. Yeah, I uh, I will freaking keep that freaking in mind. Yeah. Number six, listen first, talk second. Ask for the views of others. Um, and I believe I freaking did that. Um, I freaking because what I freaking closed my freaking mouth. Um, and I freaking and I freaking sat there and I freaking listened to what the freaking people were saying and I freaking read the freaking emails. Uh, and I and um and I freaking and I freaking ask. Uh, and I'm and I'm freaking asking if yeah uh, I'm asking for the freaking views of freaking others. If you have something you want to freaking say to me, uh, or you have a freaking uh, or you have a freaking issue, um, feel free to freaking contact me and uh, yeah, um, just yeah. do it quietly in an email. Don't go posting about it online. Yeah, if, just don't freaking put me on freaking blast because uh, yeah. I can't freaking mm-hmm. take it. And I can't freaking take it much freaking. Well, but you know, um, what is the next free one? Accept responsibility. If you are wrong, you must apologize. Well, here's now here's where it gets freaking tricky. Um, because if you freaking feel a certain way, uh, you do a certain freaking thing, and in some in some freaking areas you can see, okay, maybe I shouldn't have freaking done that. But there are other freaking areas where you go, wow, I don't really know if it was that freaking big of a freaking deal, or there's some freaking gray areas. Um, you're you're you need to not. It's you can still freaking apologize. Um. Uh, Jeez Louise, I just want to freaking go ahead, please. Oh, I was going to say, if, if I was your lawyer at this point, I'd probably have stepped in and said, uh, Mr. Fargus has already showed the community his good faith and will by reintroducing horny freaking Christmas back into this this community. And, and Rochester is lucky to have Mr. Fargus as a as a member of, of its great people. And if I was your lawyer, I'd tell you to just shut the hell up at this point. 
Um, freaking Notre Dame, freaking both counts. Absolutely. Number eight, be personal. Reach out to understand and value the experience as of others. Be interested. Care about your team. I am confused about what this is freaking referring to. It tells me to, on one end, it tells me to shut the hell up and freaking, uh, freaking silence myself and let freaking people freaking reach out to me. And then saying, why don't you go ahead and freaking bother people? Why don't you freaking pick up the phone and start freaking dialing numbers and freaking say, uh, I, I need you to freaking tell me what I freaking did through your freaking eyes. And I freaking demand, and I freaking demand this of you. And, uh, and and I don't know what in I don't know what freaking people freaking want for me at this freaking point. See, that's very interesting. That's very freaking interesting because that gave me a brain idea. And I was thinking you go door to door, knocking on doors. Explain yourself. This is what I did. I look yeah. at this pamphlet. I printed out a pamphlet explaining in detail in case you forget this conversation exactly what I did. I've been putting them on doors up and down this street and next neighborhood over and therefore and and beyond. Just to say, look, this is what I did. Let's talk about it because I don't necessarily think it's as big a deal as they're making it out to be. Yeah. And yet here I am going door to door. So it must be kind of a big deal. What do you think? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're freaking crazy if you, if you think I haven't freaking thought about freaking doing that. Because um, that was one of the first freaking things I freaking thought of. I said, Jesus, Louise, I got to freaking get a, I got to get my hands on a freaking printer. I got to freaking make a freaking pamphlet. I got to go to door to door and say, this is what I, this is what they're freaking accusing me of. Uh, this is what, this is what they say I've freaking done. Uh, I can't freaking tell you exactly what it was, but I can tell you that, 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 that this is what, that I've freaking done. I have freaking done something. And, and what they say I've freaking done is freaking true. And then I thought to myself, geez, Louise, that would be the absolute freaking worst thing I could possibly freaking do. Sounds like I'm a freaking registered freaking pervert. I had a cousin who was a sex offender, and it was very difficult for him to go around and explain what he did. Yeah. And he eventually oh. offed himself, a poor man. I mean, obviously, it was the right decision for him and his family at the time, and I can't judge him beyond that. Yeah, I mean, our freaking good friend, freaking Stu Gatz, is a freaking registered freaking sex offender on freaking multiple accounts. And, and geez Louise, I mean, we've had to freaking sever freaking ties with him as well. Uh, multiple times, multiple times. Yeah, multiple freaking times. And I hope to, and I hope to freaking see him again soon, but I'm afraid that if next time I freaking see him, I'm going to freaking sever freaking ties with him again. It's a freaking, this is just, it's just, it never gets freaking any easier with this, with this type of freaking stuff. I'm hope, I hope we're making it clear that this is not what Sandy did. He is not. Oh, geez. Yeah bound by any law to go door to door to explain the terrible things that he did because he is on a certain registry that I feel like if I make mention of the well, name, no, it will only well, get him deeper in the weeds. But at the same time, I think I don't want to freaking be vague about what freaking registry we're freaking talking about. When I say that I'm not on that freaking registry, uh, I am not a freaking registered freaking sex offender, and the, my offense was not of a freaking sexual freaking nature. Um, however, there was a freaking grave offense um, that some people freaking took um, that, and they had every freaking right to freaking take as a um, as a freaking event as a freaking offense. Well, and, uh, significant offense. Yeah, and if there were a freaking uh, freaking registry to be on a freaking uh, the significant offense freaking registry, you freaking bet that I'd freaking be on it. And well, uh, well, always, um, that's I would as if it was my own freaking lawyer, I'd like to reconstruct that from the freaking record. Um, yeah, the, the what he's saying is that the it would be a completely different offense. Yeah, from that is what I'm saying. What you're used to being confronted with at your doorstep. 
by a new neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Let's That's not what I freaking did. Yeah, I just want to make that clear. That's not what I freaking did. Number nine, and finally, share authority, responsibility, and credit. Oh, that's a good idea. This is very freaking interesting. Don't be afraid of giving power to others. They will live up to the challenge. So if I'm reading this correctly, this says pass the buck. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much about this that I want to freaking say that I'm freaking... That I that I've been freaking silenced from freaking saying, um, I would love to freaking share responsibility with with a with a with a with a freaking with a freaking rest of the freaking R week freaking team, which I feel that I freaking do, and with maybe the freaking maybe a freaking certain freaking organization as well, um, and maybe it'd be freaking great for some freaking people to freaking take responsibility. But but what's important is you got to freaking start with your freaking self, um, and I'm and here I am freaking saying, did I freaking do a certain freaking thing? Absolutely. Sandy, I want to just jump off topic a little bit, but it's still on topic. A question that arises in my mind, Sandy Vargas, is what do you see when you look at yourself in the mirror? Depends on where the mirror is on the freaking wall. Sometimes, if it's freaking higher than others, I can... See the freaking, I can just see my freaking eyes, top of my freaking head. If it's a full, if it goes the whole length of the freaking wall all the way down to the floor, I can see my, I can see, I can get the freaking full picture. Sometimes I like what I see, and sometimes, sometimes I have to freaking think for a little while. Yeah. 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 In these moments that we undoubtedly will all find ourselves in, we are faced with a bunch of decisions. It is not the decision that we made that put ourselves in this situation that makes us who we are. It is the decision that we make after the decision that we already made that put us in the position to be making a new decision. And that ultimately is the biggest decision we could ever make in this position. Um, yeah, that is, boy, oh boy, that is freaking, uh, freaking beautifully put. And, and I, there's one more thing I want to say about that. And I, and I, I will be quoting the freaking late great freaking, uh, Michael Jackson. Um, when he said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror, I'm asking him to change his freaking weight. You know what? I don't actually want to freaking quote freaking Michael Jackson. No, no, no. He's Reg- a, yeah. Strike that from the registry. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's a yeah. In hindsight, that seems bird. like a yeah. Admission of guilt. Yeah. That song. That yeah. whole thing. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Forget it. Just forget it. Wakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, national celebrity and fitness trainer Eric Fleshman died, according to CNN Entertainment. He was 53. Known commonly as Eric the Trainer, Fleshman died suddenly at his home in Glendale, California on Thanksgiving, his family announced, quote, we are heartbroken to share that Eric Philip Fleshman passed away unexpectedly on the morning of November 24, 2022. His family is deeply saddened by this event, a statement read. 
The statement referred to Fleshman as someone who, quote, touched many lives for the better and was, quote, a beacon of light and hope and love. Fans were encouraged to celebrate his life by sending their experiences, memories, and tributes to a destinated email address. Fleshman made a name for himself by training a slew of celebrity clients. According to his website, these included boy band Big Time Rush, Ethan Subley, Chris... Kirstie Alley, good lord, and Michelle Branch and Max Martini. So that bombshell was unplanned, as we see. This is freaking huge. This um, is a bigger story than I thought it could have ever been. Sandy the Sandman, Vargas, thoughts now, please. This is a freaking breaking freaking story. This is a freaking exclusive. We're the first, we are the first uh, reputable freaking news source to freaking. Uh, and draw this freaking connection. First of all, I want to freaking say huge. Uh, this is a freaking huge loss. I freaking Fleischman. Um, Fleischman was one of the absolute freaking greats. I was a few. I was a huge freaking Fleischman fan. Um, and uh, and it's hard to freaking imagine a world uh, without freaking Fleischman. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, the obvious freaking question that's on everybody's mind. Is there a freaking connection between freaking Fleesman's freaking death and freaking uh, Chris Turn fake uh fat uh fat uh Christy uh Fartley fart um Christy freaking Alley. Yeah, I'm thinking Chris Farley now too. I wonder if he trained him. Yeah. I wonder if he freaking trained him as well. Here's the thing. Some of these exercises, and I've said this my entire life, some of these exercises at gym classes when I was a boy, all the way up until now when people try to get me to exercise now, these exercises can be very dangerous. And we don't know what the heart can handle. If you go on a treadmill and you start walking a couple of miles at a time, good Lord, you might keel over and die right there. And I got to tell you, this is what Fleshman found out. And this is what I can't say your first name. Kirsten, Allie, Kristen. This is what Big Mama Fat Actress found out. And God bless her. She, we loved her so much. And she's beautiful. And she's dead, too. That's the point i want to weakers and tweakers to climb onto here this is is it possible that this goes far beyond just the hollywood community and perhaps we're going to start seeing lots of people who were influenced by eric the trainer fall off that proverbial treadmill onto a proverbial knife that proverbially pierces their heart or maybe their eyeball and goes into their brain or like in speed when he stabs a guy in the head with the ear within the ear with a knife. Just a thought. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I, you know, I, I, I know we we only have so much freaking time, but um, I tell you his name I was looking for on this freaking list, Jonah freaking Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if he freaking goes the way of the freaking dodo. I think it's time we freaking put Fleischman in freaking cuffs, except that he's already freaking dead himself. Well, I don't know that if this Fleshman and Tady Rizzer, you can back me up on this, would it be the celebrated trainer that he was had he been training Jonah Hill? Because No, I mean one of the one of the things that Fleshman was was known for was having a one hundred percent success rate with everybody that he trained. I mean, big Tim rush and Ethan Suppley and, and Michael branch and Max Martini were friggin' gods among men. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you go there and you try and train Jonah Hill and you come back a failure. I mean, you you come back with a worse reputation than when you started because the, the guy's just not getting skinny. Just keep gaining weight. Now, is it possible 
that Jonah Hill is tied into this. That he was the last person freaking Fleischman tried to freaking train. And it he broke freaking rolled over. Fleischman's heart. Yeah. 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 I would say that's more than possible. I would say it's true. I would say freaking, I would say we have another freaking breaking a freaking exclusive on our freaking hands. Jonah Hill freaking is, is the freaking fat straw that freaking broke freaking Fleischman's back. Absolutely freaking hilarious, by the way. Yeah. Last week, a Paralympian claimed that Canada offered to euthanize her when she asked for a stairlift, according to The Independent. A Paralympic Army veteran told lawmakers in Canada when she claimed that a government official had offered to give her euthanasia equipment while fighting to have a wheelchair lift installed in her home. Retired Corporal Christy Garthurge, who competed in 2016 Rio de Janeiro Paralympics, testified that the unnamed veterans affairs caseworker had offered in writing to provide her with a medically assisted dying device. Quote, I have a letter saying that if you are so desperate, madam, we can offer you made medical assistance in dying. The 52 year old told a house of commons veterans affairs committee, three other disabled veterans are believed to have been offered the same equipment, according to global news. So, Jeez Louise, down on my knees. Now, just to take Uyghurs tweakers on a bit of a dreamscape here, I want you to imagine these politicians at this House of Commons Veteran Affairs Committee as wearing black robes and powdered wigs because they all do that in Canadian Parliament, which makes it absolutely freaking hilarious. And you got this woman talking about how she's like, I tried, I asked for a freaking stair lift. And they told me that they'd give me a machine to kill myself. And geez Louise down on my knees. If that isn't the most freaking devious and also most freaking hilarious thing I've ever heard in my freaking life. Sandy Vargas for dots. Um, I feel very freaking similarly to the way that you freaking feel. Um, geez Louise, that is absolutely freaking hilarious. Uh, it's like, um, it's like it's. I mean, it, it's it's. It leaves me with with freaking few words. I'll tell you that freaking much. Now, the only thing that I'm thinking of is that what is wrong with the old fashioned way of doing it? The Anthony Bordeaux version of doing it. Well, here's. Well, I actually. I see. I freaking have a freaking answer to this question. Please. And for Uyghurs and Tweakers, the way that you're freaking referring to it is um, what we freaking here at the Art Week freaking studios call um, the freaking classic. Uh, this is a freaking, this is a freaking tried and true freaking method. Um, let's uh, paint a little dreamscape. You're in a freaking closet, uh, freaking dark freaking closet. Freaking pull your pants down around your freaking angles. Uh, you put a freaking rope around your neck and you, um, yep, you freaking guess it, put a freaking bullet uh, down your throat. Um, geez Louise, that is the, uh, that is, that is known as the freaking Bordeaux method. Um, it is freaking tried and true. It is a, th- a thousand percent freaking success rate. Um, and here's, and now here's in, 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 in here, and this is, and that, and the reason why that I think it is not a freaking good method for the freaking Paralympic, um, is a freaking lack of some of these freaking limbs. Yeah, that's a good point. How, good well, point. how are you going to freaking pull your, how are you going to freaking put your pants around your freaking ankles if you don't have any freaking ankles? Or you're stuck sitting down. Yeah. How are you going to freaking tie the freaking rope around your neck if you don't have any freaking hands? That is tough. I feel for this woman now. I wish I could get her something like perhaps a medically assisted dying machine. 
or a stair lift. I don't know. Really up in the air, one or the other. Last week, Robert Pattinson and girlfriend Zuki Waterhouse made their relationship, quote, red carpet official, according to the E! News. After four years of dating, Pattinson finally walked the red carpet with Waterhouse for the first time at the Dior Fall 2023 menswear fashion show in Giza, Egypt. For the fashionable event, the Twilight alum donned a green-colored suit over a brown turtleneck sweater while the model wore a dusty purple semi-sheer slip dress with long sleeves paired with bold red lipstick. On the carpet, Rob and Suki passed together and smiled for photos before heading into the runway show where they sat next to each other in the front row. Although their relationship started as very quote, casual, the pair turned serious with Rob and Suki quarantining together in 2020 during the coronavirus pandemic. So, geez Louise, down to my knees. And I've been waiting for Suki Waterhose to make a headline for a while because we haven't heard much from her. Now, out of the ashes, a star is born, thrust into the starlight by none other than Robin, Robin Pattinson, and God bless them both. And I do I hear sl- wedding? I was gonna say sleigh bells. Wedding bells a mist. A lot of good freaking questions. Um, I mean, I guess. I yeah, know. yeah. I, it's certainly freaking possible. Um, yeah, it's certainly possible that freaking. Sugi freaking Waterhouse had no idea what she was freaking getting into when she freaking when she freaking signed on the freaking dotted line, saying yes, Mister freaking Patterson, I will, I will, I will freaking I will freaking marry you. Um, and and here we freaking are. Um, freaking weeks later, freaking uh, just at the scene, we're in freaking Giza region, uh, Giza freaking Egypt, and right next to, and and right next to the freaking uh, the freaking ziggurats, uh, the freaking line, the freaking desert. And yep, you can guess it. Freaking Suki and freaking Pattinson are one. Sandy, what's a, a ziggurat? Um, geez, wait, it's hard to freaking explain. It's actually very freaking difficult to freaking explain. Um, it's a, uh, I think the easiest way to freaking describe it is it's one of the oldest types of freaking pyramids. Um, where uh, the freaking stairs are freaking built right into it. Um, and it's freaking tiered. It's a tiered freaking pyramid with steps. Um, that go right up to the freaking tip. Uh, right up to the freaking top. Yeah, but how'd they do it? Well, that's a very good. That's that's a very good freaking question. Um, and that freaking dates all the way to the freaking earliest times of freaking uh, life on freaking Earth, um, where people, where the uh, the Egyptians um, were able to um, do the unfreaking thinkable and freaking build these freaking pyramids, um, giant, and they're built one by one with giant freaking uh, bricks of freaking sand um, that they were able to freaking lift up. Um, that they were able to lift and freaking just stack on freaking freaking on top of each other. I think if people could take these big mounds of sand, make it into a freaking ziggurat and put stairs in it too, all back in the wee hours of the early days of man, then there should be no problem in forgiving Sandy Vargas. I agree with you. Yeah. The... The human race has been able to outdo themselves at an exponential freaking rate, uh, rate uh, at an exponential freaking rate, um, and it's a race. It's a race against freaking time, because uh, time is running out here on this freaking uh, on this freaking planet, and it's about freaking time that 
we prove yet again that we are freaking capable of amazing freaking things. Whether it be a freaking building a freaking jiggerot with um, uh, stacks of freaking stone and sand, or gracing an innocent man with freaking forgiveness. A completely innocent man. Mm-hmm. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and before you. Stay safe out there. And we'll see you freaking next week. Now, Jesus Louise. Yeah, I was really hoping freaking Doug was going to be here because I haven't run by, uh, I haven't run, run by the whole, um, I haven't asked him about the freaking horny Christmas and whether or not, I figured Ortega Grill would be more than happy to, because they're not usually freaking even open during freaking Christmas. And I figured, well, I might as well freaking bring some freaking money into the place. Yeah, I don't think he'd have a problem with that. If they're normally closed, why wouldn't he just... I mean, normally they make zero dollars, and now they're... Even if they made one dollar, it's one dollar more than they normally would make. Yeah, that's what yeah. I am. Exactly. No, I think um, I think it's okay if you forego his his comments and just start making the posters. Yeah, yeah I'm going to freaking forego a blessing and just... Then just freaking make the freaking posters. Yeah. yeah. And we should probably see if... Stu Gotts, maybe Jeez Louise down on my knees, uh, Doug Gordon can show up for this one. Make it a blessed affair. A blessed affair of forgiveness. I think that would be, I think that's the only way to freaking do it. Christmas is a freaking time of freaking forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And what better way than to gather all the freaking souls that have been freaking canceled throughout freaking time and, and beg for freaking forgiveness. Except Kevin in front of Jesus and God and go ahead in front of except for who? Kevin Spacey. This has been a production of Our Week Studios. Rochester.